A young man who thought he was ordinary gets swept up into a world of adventure only to find out that his father was part of that adventure too. And his mentor knew his father. And there's a character that you think might be bad but actually has a heart of gold. And there's a girl. And she's kind of brassy but is still definitely like the girl. Do you guys get it? It's Pirates of the Caribbean! How Star Wars is it? Well, hey there, Mike. Hi, Josiah. What is this? How Star Wars is it or something? Yeah, how'd you know? Was it the sign? <laughs> yeah, and Was the, it the blinking the neon sign? And the, and the song that's playing constantly in the background? <laughs> if we ever have our own office, I just want to play that song constantly. <laughs> the Our theme song? <laughs> yeah, our theme, our own theme song. Like maybe, or maybe it just open. It maybe just plays every time visitors open a door. Yeah, uh, I like any, that idea. Any door, not just the front door. <laughs> any door. <laughs> like instead of bing bong. Yeah, it's like, that'd be really good. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, welcome to How Star Wars Is It, everyone? Yeah, this is the only podcast, and it Ever. is where we rate and review things, which we typically do. is movies. <laughs> yes, we're back to it movies is drinks now. or ideas, and uh, it's mm-hmm. not on how good those movies, drinks, or ideas are, but it is how Star Wars they are. Exactly. So what does that mean? That means we're taking Star Wars things. We're taking non-Star Wars things. We're comparing them to each other on a scale of 1 to 10 on our proprietary Hisui skill that's copyrighted and trademarked. <laughs> so don't even try to steal it, you jerkos. Yes. And uh, um, this week, yeah. our topic is Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl, a.k.a. Pirates of the Caribbean 1. Yes. And I did. I think I did just say Caribbean in the intro. You could um, say either. It's, e- it's either or, right? Is there a correct one? Um, they. Who cares? I feel like it, at like you know Disneyland and Disney World, it's called Pirates of the Caribbean. And right, it's they Caribbean, say in, the Caribbean movie. in the movie. Yeah, I should have said I'll fix it later. Who cares? Uh, I'll fix my goof that I messed up. I mean, like whatever. Who cares? It's fine. But anyway, uh, Mike and I have talked about this movie a couple times, and then Mike watched it recently. Um, yeah, that's right. And... We had talked about it. I forgot about that. Well, because I think we talked about it before, because like this is one of the class, one of my like family classic yes, we movies. We talked you know? about it on the National Treasure episode because both of us inexplicably sort of link the two movies as being like yes. spiritually similar. <laughs> yes, because this was like a family friendly action adventure that uh, I don't know. It feels like it's it's emblematic of that era of like blockbusters, yes, right? And it, and it was also a movie that like my family we all watched on movie night. We would we would watch parts of the of the uh, Caribbean like. Very frequently, like it was, it wasn't one we got tired of. Yeah, it, we it was too. And like my parents enjoyed it. Like my, you know, not at the level like my dad can still quote it. Not at the level of like Princess Bride, but like he still loves it a lot. And like it's just a, I don't know. It feels like a family classic. It's so funny because I, I've even told this story on this podcast. But my dad would take our DVD copy of it that our family yes. owned <laughs> and wrap it every year for us for Christmas, and one of us would end up opening it. Opening it and be like, 
huh, pirates. And he'd be like, yeah, it's a great movie. And then eventually it just became a bit where like we'd always race each other to like grab the DVD before someone else so that we could, you know, like if I was home in July, I would grab the movie so I could wrap it and give it to our dad for Christmas. That's so fun. I love that so much. That is, that is also just such a classic, like, uh, as from what I know of the gospel family, that is a classic (laughs) gospel like bit. Yeah, our um, our Christmases are always very full of um, gift giving theatrics. <laughs> <laughs> Just this year, in fact, I got um, my mom and Caitlin both each pairs of earrings because last Christmas my mom got herself and Caitlin a pair of earrings, but wrapped them and addressed them to the wrong person. So when no. Caitlin opened them, they were sort of like momish. And she was like, oh, these are great. And my mom was like, those aren't yours. And then the whole day of Christmas, she had no idea where the package that was Caitlin's earrings were. They were just like gone. And she was like, I got you something, I swear. And then later in the day, we found them and they were on the Christmas tree. (laughs) Caitlin opened them without anybody watching. Like we were like, oh my God, open those and put them in your ears. And like she just wore them throughout the day until finally my mom noticed and was like, oh, "Where did you find that's them?" Am- that's adorable. I love that. <laughs> so then, so this year I bought each one of those people earrings and I addressed them to the wrong person on purpose and gave them to them at the same time just for a bit of uh, uh, theatrical. Just a fun. classic uh, gospel, classic gospel family theatrics, and I love it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, this like I re- I feel like I remember seeing this movie in theaters. Uh, I know I did, but I don't have a memory of going to see it in theaters. Well, it's... I feel like I just, like, saw it 100 times as, like, a teen, like a young teen, and then seeing it again for the first time in years, just, like, a week ago, I was like, holy shit, this is a great movie! Yeah, it it (laughs) rules. The, like, this movie is so, like, fucking just tight. Like, there's not... There's yes. no like wasted time. Like it's just not a it's second. It's just it, it, I think it feels emblematic of this era of like blockbusters because it was like maybe a textbook one. Like I don't know yeah. about screenwriting classes, but I wouldn't be surprised if in some screenwriting class they're like if you want to know how to write like a new blockbuster like the Disney era of whatever, go watch Pirates of the Caribbean because it's like really good. Yeah. Um I would believe yeah. that too. In, in fact, very similar in a way to the original Star Wars. Yes, exactly. Which actually, that's going to be my kind of central thesis of this episode. I don't know how Star Wars this movie is necessarily, but how a new hope it is, it is like a 9.5 out yeah. of 10. Like this thing is like note for note a new hope. And we'll get into that. But Yeah, definitely. No, it, it definitely is. It is It is the launching of a franchise. Like It's like, like we were talking about in the cold open. You have the classic archetypal characters there. Uh, yeah. And they're like almost beat for beat the stuff we're familiar with from like, you know, from Star Wars, but also from every like, you know, hero's journey thing. Like it's all, it's all there. It's all there, baby. And it's all super fun. <laughs> um, And it also, also, which I mean, I know we're just talking about Pirates the first one right uh-huh. now, but like the fact that it has like such diminishing returns to, I yes. think also is a little bit of like, gives it to some of that Star Wars edge. Yeah, right. Where it's like the first, the first, you know, one was good. The second one was like, this is all right. The third one was like, what are we doing anymore, man? And then yeah. like after that, it just was. I like literally not... haven't even seen four. 
<laughs> no, I, I didn't. I haven't either. And everything I was reading was like it's terrible. And yeah. five, there's also a fifth one that's also supposed to be very bad. Yeah, right. So like, um, in fact, those, that's but, funny but, that you bring that up because I just uh, this afternoon watched Jenny Nicholson's thing on YouTube on uh, the fifth movie, but sort of an indictment on like the whole series, basically saying the same thing. Like the first movie was just really good, and then there was just such diminishing returns because Jack Sparrow is like, I guess he is. St- it, it, he he's not the main character of the first movie of this movie no. that we're talking about. This movie he's is the coolest like character, a but he's not star-crossed the main lovers m- romance movie of Elizabeth and uh, Will Turner. Will Turner, <laughs> as we can see, because they're the first people we meet in the first scene. They're the kids. But like Jack Sparrow is like sort of the the guy that the movie follows, even though the main character I I don't know it, it's like a weird argument as to who the main character is. But he was written as like a pirate guy. But yeah. Johnny Depp is who like made it this guy, this like whole character. And then like once we now have that as a character, the sequels are all written with that character, as opposed to like we have this pirate idea. But he's the one who made him this like sort of you know bizarre guy. Yes, there's there is a sense of this movie like there if we're you know once again like Jack Sparrow is not one to one the Han Solo, but he is the morally uh, gray like kind of cooler character than the main like like two people or whatever. Yeah, and so it, it is almost like if in the subsequent Star Wars movies they had just kind of decided to ignore. Uh, Luke and Leia a lot and just go and like right. tell a more like a explicitly Han story. Han story which would have felt out of place uh, for you know good reason and right. which is also why it feels out of place in the later Pirates of the Caribbean movies and also I love Jenny Nicholson I think we should have her on our podcast yeah it'd be, um, hey Jenny if you listen hey Jenny. to this we'd love to have you um, we think <laughs> your videos great. are great um, great I guess also just really quickly while we're on it um like definitely for sure Johnny Depp is canceled Arena. Oh, yeah, he sucks. Um <laughs> Arena. Cancel Reno. But uh I was just I just had dinner with some friends who I hadn't seen in a while and like this this episode is now coming out months or like a weeks slash a month later, but like the Kobe Bryant helicopter crash thing yep. just happened yep. and we talked for probably forty five minutes about like the separating the art from the artist kind of discussion that gets had every time that some major Hollywood man gets uh like discovered as having been like you know creepy or Shitty. abusive or yeah. whatever. Yeah, it was it was weird cuz Kobe Bryant like had a sexual assault like trial right. like was accused of rape back in the day and was not convicted and like there's you know still to this day questions about you know his guilt or innocence or whatever, but also right. went on to be like it, since then, like has had a pretty sterling record, which at least as far as we know, which is like kind yeah. of as good as you can hope for with celebrities um, right. after they fuck up, like in at least in a public way. Uh, Johnny Depp, not so much like there. It's weird because it's like Johnny Depp was cool back in the day, at least as far as we knew. And like I've even read stuff about how he like was really cool on the set of Pirates of the Caribbean, like bought coats for like the crew right? because it was really cold. Like, uh, so apparently he was like fine to work with back then as far as we know, 
but then, you know, obviously has done a lot of shitty things to women in his life since then and has also kind of not really done anything to redeem himself or apologize yeah. in any real way that's effective. Right. Um, so all that to say, like, we're, Johnny Depp is great in this movie. Yes, removing right. The like, art talent from the artist. or performance does not necessarily equal goodness. Yes. And also, like, I don't know. Like, we kind of talked about, like, do we want to do Pirates? How much do we talk about Johnny Depp or yeah, whatever? Right. But, like, it's – and, like, he is making big money probably still from these movies, but also, like – I don't know. It's not like we're going to give him any more of a platform than he already has by talking about it. Right. Uh, we can't so even get Jenny like, Nicholson on our show. <laughs> we can't even get Jenny on the show. <laughs> so yeah, all that being said, like, you know, this is a classic example of when Johnny Depp back in his sort of heyday, when he was making cool acting choices and like, I don't know, doing fun stuff. And it was interesting before right. he got first off before he got boring because it was a diminishing returns with his whole deal. Well, right. And then before like, he again, got really like problematic he has to play the character that they are now writing, you know, like they wrote a fairly straight up pirate guy and he made him this like rock star. And then uh, it was cemented as like, oh, got it. Jack Sparrow is this Johnny Depp rock star character. Got it. We know yeah. who to write now. <laughs> yes. And it was like, no, it was cool whenever they wrote a pirate that then he was like, and is also a rock star. Right. Um, but this movie, I think, does a great job at introducing these characters. Like, Man. like e all of them, like it Will and Elizabeth. So good. And, yeah. <laughs> like you get the pining, like forbidden romance. Yeah. You the get the fact that like. The scene you see of adult Orlando Bloom, Will Turner, is when he's just sort of waiting and in the hallway, yes. essentially to meet his like girlfriend's dad. You know, that's not exactly yeah. what it is, but that's the his crush's dad. Up. Yeah, and he touches that candelabra on the wall and like pulls out one of the pieces of it, and is like, "Oh God!" <laughs> like, yes, right off the bat, we're like, "Oh, he's like not super like suave." We, yes, he does not fit in in this rich environment. Yes. We know that immediately. And like even like every first scene with all, with these three main characters does a great job of showing us who these are because Elizabeth's first thing like we she like sort of dreams about when she was yeah, um, like or like I guess we're I think I guess we're you know to think it's a dream um, and then or just a memory right a memory she wakes up and immediately we see that she has to sort of do this stuff that women in the, that time period have to do but isn't right. like super cool with it. Women and in so London right from the must not have learned to breathe. Yeah. <laughs> or learned yes. not to breathe. <laughs> and uh and then like with Jack, you see him coming into the port, oh. like on the top of a ship that's sinking. Like everything it's the way they introduce so everybody in this movie good. is like you know who they are almost immediately, and it sets up these characters that then makes the rest of the movie really fun to watch. Yeah. Even if even when the plot is kind of gets goofy, you're like, I don't care because right. I'm really enjoying these people. You know the thing in Star Wars where um, everybody's just sort of inexplicably lucky? <laughs> yes. The the Jack Sparrow character, we see his boat sink to the point that it its last legs are right when he pulls up to the dock. And that is like somehow also indicating like, wow, this guy is just so lucky, but in a way that I am not as eye-rolly over. Like, it's like, oh, he's he has like a magic power of being just like like dumb luck, lucky, yeah. while also being like cunning. But like, yes, the you know, the fact that his boat <laughs> sinks at the last possible second is just like so, so perfect. Yeah, there's so much of this 
And like, I mean, these are just the establishing shots. Like, yeah. for, to, to get beyond like these three main characters, the fights in this scene, the sword fights, not in this oh. scene, in this movie, are stellar. Yes. Like, very cool fights, very cool set pieces for Even fights. Even the wacky one, which they then tried to out wacky in later movies, which looked like crazy bullshit, like Jar Jar yeah. Binks level CGI. But like the yes. wacky one in the blacksmith shop when they are on the like teeter totter and then they end up in the rafters, like. I believe that fight just because they at least sort of agree with gravity and physics. Yes. Even though it's like a little heightened. Um, it, it it works. You know, like in the later movies, they're in like the, the cage of bones or they're on right, like they're a water wheel. they're rolling around while they're fighting. Yeah. Yeah. And in those situations, you're like, you would just stop fighting for a second maybe and maybe yeah. climb down. You'd be like, and I'm going to get off this thing. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and get off. And if you want to keep fighting, that's great. But God. you're not going to be able to get me because I'm going to be off the, the rolling thing. Yeah. Um, and then maybe you'll just die because you're going to still be on the rolling thing and yeah, I'll have right. won the fight. God, uh, man. I found myself quoting this movie while we were watching it. Like, so, so Caitlin and I were like just sitting on the couch and looking at Disney Plus and I was like, man, Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, you know what it was? We watched the Imagineers docu series. Oh yeah. Um, and they showed like the the you know making of Disneyland and Pirates of the Caribbean, and then we were both just sort of like on a Disneyland uh high, and then we were scrolling through Disney Plus, and I was like, "Fuck, should we watch Pirates of the Caribbean?" And she was like, "Yes, <laughs> yes, absolutely." <laughs> we just like turned it on, and and. Like, because I watched it so much as, like, a, a teen, the quotes are in my head, but sort of, like, the story and the, like, subtleties of it weren't. I just had, yeah. like, in my head, like, the, uh, uh, you best be believing in ghost stories, Miss Turner. You're in one. You're in one. Yeah. Uh, and, and all those, you know, like, the, um, you cheated, pirate. Pirate. <laughs> like, uh, and I kept saying, You're without those a doubt the worst happen. pirate I've ever heard of. Yeah, oh, right. You have heard of me. Yeah, like, the dialogue in this is just perfect. So, this is, okay, this is another thing why this movie's weird and why it might be kind of Star Wars. Because, why on earth was this movie good? It's so strange because this was based on a, a theme ride. park ride. Yeah, right. A, a, a ride at Disney, which, like, what? Whose idea and, was that first off? And it was a full-fledged story without, though, feeling like a reach. Like, yeah, it, 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 that ride has it's, all sorts of stuff going on in it. And this, like, pays homage to the pieces of the ride, like the dog outside the jail cell mm -hmm. and the man chasing the lady at Tortuga and the gold in the water and the skeletons. Like, but it, it never feels like a, um, like a sort of Rise of Skywalker, like Mad Lib of shit. That's sure. like, hey, remember this? It's it's also weird because like pirates weren't popular in Hollywood for a long time. Part of that, and, and then like all of a sudden they were like, now this franchise is going to be the new yeah. biggest, like best, most fun thing. That's a good point. What was like the last big pirate thing? I feel like everybody has the sort of cartoon picture of a pirate taught to them when they are zero years old. Like, yeah. I feel like I knew what pirates were when I was six, but this movie didn't come out until I was, like, in middle school. Well, it's like we have Peter Pan, right? And, like, I guess, you know, Captain yeah. Hook and that kind of stuff. But, like, freaking, like, pirate movies or just pirates as a genre, yeah. I don't think had been in, in Hollywood Vogue for a long time. And then you had Pirates of Caribbean come out, and then you had sort of some, like, not necessarily pretenders, but like things that were kind of 
copying it a little bit. Oh, just like, like being... Pirates, the porn movie? <laughs> yeah, exactly, that <laughs> one. Um, but even other, like, sort of, like, trying to be blockbusters, more prestige things where it's like, look, there's boats, and there's, like, like I'm thinking yeah, like, like Master, Master and Commander. <laughs> yes, Master and Commander, exactly. Yes. Which, you know, wasn't uh, as much of a splash because it was, like, more serious, and I think if you're making these kind of movies, you got to have a little bit of a sense of play to it right well um, and it had that sort of like magical edge to it that like it doesn't yeah. it, it does it in like an indiana jones way it doesn't hit you over the head with it like the later pirates movies do that it's like if you don't get it's, it's almost like um like avengers level like if you don't get this thing the world will end or whatever you know yes like in this movie it was just like this one ship of pirates is cursed yeah and it's a real magical curse Yes. And then, like, the, I think, like, going back to how this, it's like, there's no reason this movie should have been good, similar to, like, how when Star Wars came out, like, the fact that it was good was kind of wild. is like, it was based on sort of, like, just an idea, of, like, of the ride, and then now all of a sudden it's this huge, you know, juggernaut of a franchise that's dying. But still, the fact that it came from something as silly as a theme park ride, and the fact that any of the movies were good yeah, is wild. And the fact yeah, that they're, totally. like... And the fact that the script is as tight as it is and that, like, the performances are as good as they are, it's just all so, like, I really want, I wish I could get the Hollywood, like, behind the scene of, like, want, of, like, how this came to be because. developing the movie. Like, it's, it is very Star Wars in that way in, in that, like, this script or, or this idea should not work and this script should not work. Yes. No, yeah, it shouldn't. There's no reason it should. Damn, dude. Like, like, can you think of any I, like other Johnny movie? Johnny Depp deserves all the praise for the acting of this movie, but like Orlando Bloom is excellent in it. Kira Knightley is great in it. Like, like Orlando Bloom has that really excellent, subtle. Um, he he. Um, in in the scene where they take over the the ship of the the English people in the colony or whatever, the the Dauntless. Yes. Um, or that might be the one. I can't remember. Um, they uh, you know. Jack says, like, we're going to commandeer the ship, and, and, and Will Turner is like, I, Avast! <laughs> and then he kind of gets a look and sort of, like, has the little shrug, like, what? Like, wow, I'm he, doing a pirate he, thing. Yes, like, he, he does that really great. Everybody's so good in this movie. Yeah, it's it, everyone's, like, having fun and is, like, fucking bringing the heat, and it's wild. It's just a wild, crazy good movie. Uh, and, yeah, it does feel very New Hope in a lot of ways. You're right. Like, it's not... Gosh, I really want to go watch Pirates of the Caribbean now. Yeah, man. I think I might try to watch it with my parents this week because I'm since I'm staying with my parents, I'm like, let's watch this classic. It's just so great. Like, okay, so just really quick, like some direct ties to Star Wars. I literally have a note in my phone that is quite long. Um, I'm gonna just rattle it off. Um, rattle it, baby. Rattle okay. it. Uh, Will equals Luke. Kid whose father is important and the other pirates know him, grew up as a counterpart to a princess, mentored by an old veteran. Yes. Jack equals Obi-Wan, usurped by the main bad guy. But like we also said, Jack is like Han Solo. Mm-hmm. Um, but he sort of serves the Obi-Wan role in this. Like the the movie is about like Will coming to terms with like his pirate background and like the Will Elizabeth dynamic. Yes. And then Jack is just like this weird guy who like moves the story along in different ways. You never know whose side he's on, which is very Han Solo. Yep. yep. Um, okay. So Elizabeth equals Leia. She is like quote unquote royalty. She's, you know, you're the governor's daughter. <laughs> um, 
she's held captive by the baddies, but is brassy in their presence. Um, mm-hmm. You know, she's what's the thing she says? She says something, and then Barbosa says, uh, "I'm just inclined to." I'm just inclined to, to acquiesce to your request. That means no. That means no. Uh, Barbosa equals Vader slash Tarkin. He's very smart and like a gentleman, and also like tactical and evil and ruthless. Um, the two pirate buddies and also the like two Royal Navy buddies, both of those pairs are basically the droids. Yep. And also yep. the monkey is also the droids. <laughs> That's what my note says. <laughs> yep. Um, Lots of droids. And then quote unquote magic is limited in scale. Curse slash the force. They even almost kind of rhyme like curse and first. <laughs> <laughs> they do kind Use of rhyme. the first. <laughs> um, Navy titles and ships, you know, like Commodore and Admiral, and um, yeah, that's true. Uh, fate and fathers, the sort of like family link, which like in A New Hope, again, this movie is very A New Hope. In A New Hope, we don't know Darth Vader is Luke's father, and in this movie, we don't know that Bootstrap Bill, excuse me, Bootstrap Bill is still alive, Boot and we haven't like Bill. met him as a character. We just know him as like this kind of backgroundy thing you know like he was a great pirate or like he was a great pilot they even almost sound the same uh, <laughs> i like every time you say that yes music the there is the one like big song that everybody recognizes from pirates but then there's also like one or two more through the score that it's like oh yeah this like tune it's not quite star wars in that way but like mm-hmm. the music is like very Again, it's like the blockbuster adventure music. Um, the only the other two things I have here: swords, swords, yes, and then correct. Um, oh, this is just one big paragraph. <laughs> it says, "Sneaking around, colorful characters, practical effects, some decent CGI, dumb idiot minions, bad aim, fan service like Easter eggs to the ride, a ride itself." This is the most Star Wars movie ever. <laughs> yeah, it really is. It really That's is. That's what the note ends with. But yeah, the everybody who tries to shoot at uh, Jack Sparrow while he's like swinging around on the like pole rope thing at the dock, like no one's hitting them with their gun, and they're like maybe fifteen feet away from him. <laughs> yeah, they're all very bad at shooting. And he's swinging like Luke and Leia in A New Hope. It's this exactly movie is like a, Star Wars like, retread of A New Hope. It is, it is. Yeah. And I think you could make the argument that, like, you know, since it is, like, the first entry in, like, a hero's journey kind of thing, you're going to find that since A New Hope is, like, that classic bit. But, like, everything you just said, like, even with the sort of funny comedy relief, like, uh, droid-esque characters, like, yeah, it's all there. It's all there, baby. They got it all. What do you want? And, and those characters aren't, like, terribly, um, like, insistent upon being, like, hilarious. They are, like, very obviously, like, the comic relief, but they aren't, like, goofball. Yeah. Which is they're, also, they're bo- like, when C-3PO and R2-D2 are at their best, they are, like, you know, like, the puck type characters like the the funny mm-hmm. the funny they're believable. secondary ones they're believable in their roles like in this like and in the sequels there's diminishing returns again but you believe to an like an extent that these are just sort of like bumbling pirates and bumbling guard like yeah. soldiers but like you're not they're not like you know c3po i am beside myself like dragging his head around like in the prequels right level. yeah this in movie this movie is not least. a prequels movie no like even it, the cg in this movie doesn't feel 
yucky. It it No, it's pretty good. It's if there's a spectrum between um prequels Star Wars and the Lord of the Rings movies, the original 3, that being like limited capabilities CGI. That's the spectrum that these are both functioning on, but they're on either side and one is like used too much and the other is like used strategically because we just can't hire 20,000 extras. <laughs> yeah. This leans more toward the Lord of the Rings side, I would say, because the sure. CG is used very like, you know, like pepper, like it's just like a perfect amount. The the scenes where we see skeletons swabbing the deck, we don't have enough time to really like scrutinize them to be Oh wow, that looks like a cartoon. Like Yeah. It looks great. It does. And the like and some of the fun interesting things they do with it is really fun is neat too. Like when the last fight with like Jack and Barbosa when they're going yes. in and out of the moonlight and oh. you're like seeing them change. It's it's very clever. The way I it's I think done. I even said something out loud when we watched it last week. Like I was like, "Oh my god, we keep seeing them change." <laughs> Yeah, it's very cool. It's, it's really, just well done. It's really, really like well done. It makes me kind of sad that they've made four more movies that are kind of like nothing. Yeah, I remember going to see one, two, and three in theaters because I went with my, my friends. I remember seeing two and being like, that's still kind of fun. And I think two still has some moments that are like decent. And uh, if I remember, two kind of ends in a cliffhangery way in the same way that Empire does because it's like, oh, we know we're making two more. Yeah, and then the third one is just such a slog because it's so long right. and they pull in all these new components and it's very, it was Rise of Skywalker before Rise of Skywalker was because <laughs> it was just like disappointing and not that fun. Like it was just a mess of a movie and it wasn't even very pretty to look at. And like this first and this first one in the franchise is like, it's gorgeous. Like it's well shot. The locales are really cool. Just a, It's just every, yeah. The, it's hard to, We've done, we just recorded the Sonic episode to pull back the curtain, which was very Star Wars. And this, but this movie, I think, is more Star Wars than any non-Star Wars movie we've done so far. You know? Yes. I, right. I know. It's funny, just especially coming right off of Sonic, because an uh, unlikely high Hasui rating. And I feel like this is is going to be similar. Yeah. Like, I, I it's agree. It's just insane how like tight and lean this movie is like real props to the writing of this movie. Like it is just so it's, 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 you know, like in improv, especially in like doing a narrative improv, which is to say our show is going to function like a play where like, we're going to see the same characters like from start to finish or whatever. Mm. Um, the best choice is just like, be very simple. Like, okay. We know that this guy is this way. Let's make this like, let's make this a love story or let's make yeah. this a hero's journey story. Like just try to help him or get in his way with his goal. Like I really want to be the best dancer in the world. So either be a better dancer than him and that's the bad guy or like be, be a, an old washed up dancing teacher to try to help, yep. you know, whatever, like keep it so simple because it's already complicated because you're making it up. Yeah. This movie does that exactly. It's like, okay, this is a pirate movie. We already have to buy into like period and accents and mm -hmm. uh sur like environment that we're not necessarily used to seeing in other movies. Like we have to buy into pirates. So let's just make this like a straight up obvious script. 
Yes. And, and it works like so well. It's, and it's weird too because it's like there is a MacGuffin in this and it's like the treasure, like the little medallion. Right. But, and a lot of it is about, and then it's like finding the actual treasure later, but like it doesn't, it never feels it questy. No, like, it doesn't. It does, yeah. doesn't. Buy, and once again, I think it's because you, they created like these very immediately identifiable and immediately enjoyable characters. Yes. So where you'll just follow them and like it doesn't necessarily matter what the plot is or how simple A to B it is or even how complicated it is or whatever. Yeah, like, right. It's, it's we, we we're on board. We're like, like yeah, we, we never feel while watching A New Hope like, oh, wow. OK, so it's like gotta destroy the death star and here's the steps to complete the quest like it's a character yeah. movie and then that's kind of like the stakes uh like mission but it, uh, yeah i mean uh, this movie is like note for note <laughs> a, a new, new hope. hope yeah it really is it really is um, is there anything else we want to cover pros or cons wise before we jump into the pits yeah i mean i guess i don't have any more like screaming at me pros i i'm sure there are some cons um but like i kind of want this to be our first ever 10 out of 10 <laughs> <laughs> no there's no chance um yeah let's go I mean, to the sarlacc pit all right let's jump in Hoey-wee. and and we're back and and we're back and we're back and and we're back and 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 we're back. We're back, 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 hey, back, back. Music is great too. This this is a really good movie. <laughs> it's great. Did you so so for me I didn't get to I didn't go to do uh I never went to a Disney thing until uh I was in high school. I went to That's Disney World. When we went I went as like a little kid and then we went again when I was like a sophomore. Maybe. Oh yeah, I I guess I should. I, I did go when I was a kid to like Disneyland, like really little, but I don't remember much. Yeah. And then I went to Disney World in high school, and like so, like I saw Pirates Caribbean the movie before the ride. So for me, when oh. I was on the ride, I was like, they, they already had added Jack Sparrow to oh, it. Yes, and and Davy Jones. Had they done that yet? I don't think Davy Jones was in it yet because I, I think when I went, I don't remember when I when it all came out what the timeline was but like i remember seeing the uh imagineered like jack sparrows and thinking that they were just people like i thought yeah i was like oh this is kind of cool it's like mostly animatronic but then they have like a couple uh jack sparrow impersonators <laughs> in here yeah and it wasn't until like the third one that i was like no no that's just a that's just very good wow yeah it's just so impressive in fact uh here's a recommendation for our Hasweeties and listeners definitely if you have disney plus watch the imagineering story it's like six episodes they're each an hour long it's like basically the the founding and the the development of disneyland and all the successive disneyland properties like disney world and the ones in overseas it is it is so cool especially i guess coming from me who i i work in design specifically in like themed entertainment kind of things i mean not not exclusively but you know we make museum exhibits and a lot of right. overlap is in there and uh man seeing what they were capable of doing with animatronics in like the 60s let alone now they they can make did did you watch that by the way i watched i, I sort of uh watched parts of it uh okay. but not all of it but it's like i kind of tuned in and out uh, the it was... last episode is like kind of contemporary stuff and in the Avatar land that I'm not even sure if it's open or not yet, but um, 
they make an a- avatar guy, wh- whatever the the, the Navi. Navi, yeah. They make an animatronic one of those that looks like a real creature. Like I was gonna say, yeah. like a real person, but like if it were a person, you'd be able to tell it was a human. This is an actual Navi. Like, yeah. it, <laughs> it is really cool. It's truly wild. And like I was, I remember one of the really interesting things uh, when I was just tuning in and out was the way they like used the music to like for the older animatronics back in the day they used like the music program that was programmed in to like also uh affect the movement of the actual animatronics because like it was like yes. this part in the song you're gonna be, be like this and i was like that's such a smart way to do that because that way you don't have to like line it up every time right just right. some really smart just some really smart folks over at the imagineering department right because music is like math and robots is math and robots love math they eat yeah. it up man <laughs> they're like gimme uh, we love math so we are back this you is got a game for me bro how star Wars is it podcast we're talking about pirates of the caribbean um you probably just heard an anchor ad <laughs> yeah definitely that's that's pirates <laughs> that's piratey um okay so this is called Pirates of the Caribbean franchise trivia. <laughs> Great. And um, here I have a little intro. This is a lot like a game I wrote a long time ago for this podcast. It was our fourth ever episode. Uh, if you remember, it was the episode about Rogue One, and I asked you very basic questions like name any character. <laughs> okay. Um, yes. This is basically the same thing. <laughs> Um, okay. As a couple of these might have been uh, illuminated a little bit from us discussing them in the beginning here, but um, I think they will be bizarrely difficult. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, okay great. so this first one is, I think, maybe an easy one, although when I first thought of it, I had trouble remembering what the answer was. How many Pirates of the Caribbean movies are there? There's five currently. That's correct. <laughs> yes, yes. There's the original three that ended the Elizabeth and Will story, and then mm-hmm. there was a fourth one with just Jack, and then there was a fifth one with just Jack, and both of those suck, and no one knows what they are. So, okay, here's the second question. <laughs> okay. The Pirates movies all have a subtitle. As we know and have discussed today, the first one is The Curse of the Black Pearl. What are all the others in order? Okay. Pirates Caribbean one, uh, Curse of the Black Pearl. Pirates of the Caribbean um, three is at World's End. Yes. What is two? Hold on. <laughs> Why can't I remember two? Uh, at World's End. Davy Jones. Why can't I remember two right now? This is freaking me out. I went to see that movie. Do you know four the or five? I feel like five is Dead Men Tell No Tales or something like that. Yes, which is also something said at the very beginning of the ride. Mm-hmm. And then, let's see, four is like the new world or something like that. So I think he went to America or something stupid. <laughs> It was it was kind of like in the uh, in the Book of Mormon when when Jesus just shows up in uh in America that was like that's like what it was. Okay, um, so you're saying number four is the New World. Sure. Okay. <laughs> and then why can't I remember number two? This is pissing me off. Number two was da- Davy Jones Locker. That's not it. But what is it? So number two is Dead Man's Chest. Dead Man's. Ch- okay. <laughs> 
You can't name one Dead Man's Chest because that's what I was thinking, and then another one Dead Men Tell No Tales. That's not fair. It is not. You're right. It's like the James Bond movies, how they're all like the new one is called like oh shit, I can't remember now, but it's like a good day to die or no no time to die. That's what it is. This is stupid. Not, not, that's like, not fair. Cause, there's so cause, many that are like die another day and like you only yeah. live twice. Because <laughs> I had Deadman's Chest in my brain and I was like, is that the newest one? And I was like, wait, no, the newest one's Deadman Tell No Tales. And it's because I just watched yeah, that Jenny Nicholson video too the other day. One that's dead <laughs> ma- yeah, right. That's, <laughs> that's so funny. frustrating. And then number four is called On Stranger Tides. Okay, so I was kind of right. <laughs> yeah, the new world. Because it is the new world. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, wow, I'm really mad that I couldn't remember Deadman's Chest. Okay, so here's the next question. <laughs> Tell me anything about any of those sequels. Now, before you do, you get a point equivalent uh, a point amount equivalent to the number of the sequel it is for instance you'll get two points if you could tell me anything about dead man's chest oh. but you can get five points if you tell me anything about dead men tell no tales <laughs> okay and i okay. don't know all right so th- i've seen two and three but i don't remember <laughs> them so i'll just believe you i guess okay so i can just make up whatever i want yeah this is great <laughs> um okay so here is what it all is um okay so in Pirates Caribbean 2 there is a squid faced man and his name is Davy Jones and <laughs> he that's one thing so I get two points for that <laughs> yeah uh and there's instead of skeleton monsters in this one you've got sea creature monsters that are pirates right. and they're all like part sea person and Will's dad is got stuck on Davy Jones's ship because he like went to the bottom of the ocean or something and he sold his soul or something like that. Who cares? Um, Man, yeah. The third they one. really were like, let's try to do a sequel to Black Pearl. Like that, that like w- the way you just described that is like instead of skeletons, it's like sea guys. Like it, yeah. it really is like a sort of, how can we outdo ourselves from last time, but only by just enough that it's like, why did I bother coming to see this movie? <laughs> right. It's it's very it's just everything turned up by like point five. They were like, we just want to do a yes. little bit more. Yeah. Uh, okay. At World's End, the third one. That's when you discover there's a lot of politics when it comes to being a pirate, and there's a bunch of different pirate nations, and they're oh, from all yeah. over the world, and also. Uh, Keith Richards is in it as right. Jack Sparrow's dad or something because they're like, remember, that's kind of who he's emulating right. in real life. And there was a big battle in like a whirlpool at the end. Not a whirlpool. Wait, is it called a whirlpool when it's in the ocean? E- e- yes. I-, I guess so. It sounds like so nice. Like I feel like it should be a meaner word. Anyway, <laughs> there's a big whirlpool fight. And in the end of it, Will is basically Davy Jones, and he has to take over, and so he's damned to, like, well, not damned, yeah, but he's, wait, like, does alive. does he, like, take his own heart out or something? Yeah, he, like, basically is, is now the new guy uh, that has to do all that stuff, but then he's alive, at least. And so Elizabeth lives on an island by herself, I guess? And she gets to see him every, like, seven years or something depressing like that. And it's yeah, supposed right. to be a happy ending, but it's not it's not the brightest 
future for our heroes, no. our lovable heroes that we've come to know and love over the course of these however many movies. So that's that one. Okay. <laughs> On Stranger Tides. Uh-huh. It ha- I know they go to the Americas, I think. Yeah, I think they're looking for the Fountain of Youth. Yeah, looking for the Fountain of Youth. I think there's a mermaid. Yeah, and then, I think so. That's right. Or there might be a mermaid in this most recent one. I don't know. So how many points do I have? Oh, I mean, like, can I really give you any points for this? This? <laughs> no, you can't. Although, wait, one thing I do know from watching the Jenny Nicholson one is that the newest movie, Paul McCartney's in it for some reason. It has a cameo, yeah, right. which is stupid. They're just like, okay, <laughs> um, rock and roll. Um, let's move on because the sequels aren't interesting to me. The rest of this is strictly Curse of the Black Pearl <laughs> trivia. Great. What is Will Turner's blacksmith master's name? You know, he's like an apprentice to this guy. Oh, that's a good question. Speaking of which, when he is presenting the governor his sword, or it's the sword for Commodore Norrington's appointment to Commodore, but he's giving it to the governor, um, Governor Swan. Um, yes, he, you know, he presents it, he flips it around. He's really tricky with it. And he talks all about like, this is gold filigree and the handle and blah, blah, blah. So he clearly made this sword. He's like very proud of it and he gives it to him. And then the governor says like, um, give my compliments to your master. And then will kind of has a look and he's like, yeah, like a craftsman loves getting a compliment, meaning himself. Mm -hmm. I, for the first time, like really actually heard that line because again, the last time I saw this, I was probably 15 and like being, you know, somewhat of a craftsman myself and also just being an adult, I like heard the dialogue for what it was as opposed to just like, we're two men talking in British accents. (laughs) And I was like, wow, that's a great line. Like he's like, yeah, uh, a craftsman loves compliments on his work. (laughs) <laughs> Especially whenever it's like it's sort of like they're it, you get the feeling that maybe the dad knows about it that that Will's actually making them maybe but right. may, but but not really and the the pained look in Will's face of like I fucking make all this shit and I get none of the credit and like that's such a real like mo- like millennials right that's that millennial struggle yeah yeah right um, who makes I all can't these remember. I do. And I practice, and I practice with, with them, them for three hours a three day. Three hours a day. You gotta get yourself a girl, mate. Or is it that you have a girl, but you're incapable un- un- of wooing said strumpet? <laughs> anyway, we could he quote the movie all day. Like um, Patrick from SpongeBob. That's my Orlando Bloom impression is my same as my Patrick from SpongeBob impression. Well, I don't remember the name of the blacksmith, so can you please tell me what his it is? name is? Mister Brown. Ah, yes, I should have guessed. Very simple. Understand. Okay, yes. Yeah, like craft person, tradesman. Okay, so the next one. What are the names of the two ships in the Port Royal Harbor that Captain Jack switched between and eventually commandeered one of them? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's going to be the Dauntless. And then there's none that can match the Interceptor for speed. Yeah, baby. (laughs) I realized as I said the Dauntless earlier, like, oh shit, I think that's in my game. I I wrote this thing out like probably a week ago. (laughs) Um, Okay, this is a good one. What's the name of Commodore Norrington's like boy, his first mate, his lieutenant? (laughs) Oh, he's the one that, oh gosh, I don't remember. I don't remember at all. It is Gillette. Ooh, 
He's the guy who's like, aren't you going to go after him, sir? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What is, and they do say it a couple times. Like, I remember, like, while I was watching it again, like, this week, I was, like, clocking names and things like that because, like, since seeing Pirates of the Caribbean last, I've become, like, a dork. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Oh, shoot. I've burned this one, too. But what is the phrase Barbosa and then later Elizabeth uses that, quote, means no? I am disinclined to ask, acquiesce to your request. Yes, absolutely. Correct. Which I would have gotten that I would have gotten that anyway because that is one that I remember, and then also like my dad quotes yeah. too. It's like it's yeah, yeah it's classic. Right. My dad quotes all the time. Um, they're more of guidelines than actual rules. Yeah, yeah, it's, cl- it's just classics, man. Yeah, that that is such a good line because then when Elizabeth says it to the like buddies, the 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 you know the pirate duo yes and they're like he said you'd say that (laughs) (laughs) Uh, okay so the next one uh oh that's a good segue so you know the two funny pirate buddies aboard the black pearl the parlay guy and the eyeball guy if you can name either of these characters or the actors who play them any one of those four names i will venmo you five (laughs) dollars okay hold on hold on i got this Are you looking on your phone? <laughs> no, the thing I don't I can't remember the name but I know that the eyeball guy is is Dwight in the British office and like yes, I'm like what is his right. fucking name? Oh my god. I'm going to say their names are Scrumpy and Stinko. <laughs> that is a really good guess. Their names are Pintel? No, that's incorrect. Um, and then the eyeball guy, the Dwight from the office, is Raggedy. No, their names are Stinky and Scrumpo. I think I just mixed up the ones I just oh, said. That's, yeah, no, right. Um, and the actors' names, again, in the same order I just said the characters' names are Lee Ehrenberg and Mackenzie Crook. Mm. Mm. Well, of course he's going to play a part. Um, His name's sorry, Crook. Sorry, tough luck for you. <laughs> Damn, I could have used that five bones. <laughs> yeah, um, so, okay, next one. Five bones. Uh, okay, next question. It's the same question, but for the Port Royal Guard guys, the ones who bicker on the dock about having oh, seen God. the Black Pearl. Same stakes too. I will send you money. <laughs> okay, one of them. One of them's name is definitely Stinko. One of them's name is Renum, and <laughs> the other one's name is Renum and Dabney. Dabney and Renum. Uh, you're really close. They are Murtog and Mulroy, oh. played respectively by Giles New and Angus Barnett. Dang it. What are those guys up to these days, you know? You know, I almost I almost want to, this is going off script here, but I almost want to do what I did during the Rogue One episode and ask you, what are those two pirates' names? <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, Maletti? <laughs> <laughs> and Stinko and, and Scrumpy, I think. <laughs> I did Scrumpy just. I did immediately forget. <laughs> it's Pintel <laughs> and Raggedy. Dang it! I was so close. <laughs> okay, and the last question here on my game is. Um, oh, and and this is a subjective question. Okay. There, there are two different correct answers. There, there are actually like a dozen answers, but I narrowed my choices down to two. Okay. What is the best line in the movie? Oh. 
Okay, so there's I'll a... also I'll also give you a hint. Bizarrely, they are both spoken by the same character. Again, these are my two choices. <laughs> Uh, you know, I don't want to do the obvious. Why is the rum gone? Because I feel like yeah, that's no, that's like a goofy catchphrase. Yeah, it's too it's too memey. It's not like the best line. Yeah, yeah. Um, right. well, if you said there's both of the same character, that makes me think it might be Jack. He's got a lot of good liners, but also like, if it's weird that they're both spoken by the same character, it's not Jack because he's got the most like quips. Um, is it Barbosa? Maybe. I'm trying to think. Is it? Can I have a clue? Have we said either of the quotes before in this episode? You know what we have. Hmm. They're more than they're more like guidelines and actual rules. Is that one of them? That isn't. That's a great one though. It's and not. That, it's that not my would favorite. Probably be in my top twenty. <laughs> yeah, it's not my favorite. I'm just trying to think. Okay, I'm disinclined to ask acquiesce to your request. That one's good. Uh. That is a good one. I because I already have that in the game. I did not include that one as well. That's the uh uh the you're the worst part I've ever heard of. Uh, but you have heard of me. That's good. That's a that's a good one too. Again, like you're right. These are all the best lines. <laughs> are they? Is it? Is it? <laughs> you know how like your best friend is more of like a tier than it is an actual person. Sure, sure, like, sure, sure. I have sure. like eleven people who have reached best friend status. <laughs> now, is it Will yelling like Patrick? In the blacksmith place. <laughs> no, it is not. Okay. Uh, you have been on the right track. Okay. Oh, gosh. In previous uh, lines of questioning here. I don't... I'm trying to think of what, what the other quotes we've said so far have been. Uh, I will say one of these is one we've said and the other we have not said. Is it me holds are a burst with swag? You think that bit of shine matters to me? <laughs> No, I don't even remember that. Because Barbosa says that to Elizabeth when she's threatening to, to drop the necklace. And it made me learn what swag but, meant. Oh, that's right. And then she was like, okay, well, then I'll drop it. And then they're all like, <gasps> they're like, no. It is not that, but you have been on the right track this whole time in thinking of Barbosa lines because he just has the best lines. There's no question about it. <laughs> it's true. All right, tell me, tell me your top two here. Okay, the one that we the the one that what's I one we've already said? First, what's one we've already said? I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so the one that I thought of first when I was writing this, I'll say last. the The one that we've already said is, "You best start believing in ghost stories, oh, Miss yeah. Turner. You're, You're in, one. in one." And then she kind of falls back into the captain's quarters or whatever, and then he just goes, "Ha ha 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 ha!" <laughs> oh yeah, and they all start laughing. Like, and because he's a CGI skeleton, his jaw movement is, like, very specific and deliberate on mm-hmm. those paws. <laughs> uh, and there's, like, a perfect, like, pregnant pause before he just goes, ha, 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 <laughs> um, Okay, and then the other one is, which I say this, I feel like I say this to just someone in my life, something like once a month. Mm-hmm. It's... Ten years you carry that pistol, Jack, and now you waste your shot. <laughs> and then, of course, Patrick from SpongeBob goes, He didn't waste it. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick from SpongeBob but just yeah, shows basically, up. Basically, Barbosa has all the best lines. Like, Jack's the best character, but he's not the main character. Will and Elizabeth are both, like, excellent, and Barbosa has the best dialogue. <laughs> Yes, it's true. And I think he also has like some, I mean, he gets to be the most piratey pirate and it's just really fun. Yes. It's really fun to be a piratey yeah. pirate, you know? 
Yes. Just a good. We're supposed to sing about piratey things. Piratey. Got to get Allie on here. We got to talk about pirates. Don't do anything. <laughs> she is, by, by the way, Allie, my sister, is a percussionist. And for like a recital or a talent show or something in like middle school, she played that. Um, yes. You know, and and so on and so forth, on like the marimba. <laughs> yes. So for whatever reason, like that is like cemented in my head because I heard it played around. <laughs> Dude, hold on. My sister was also a percussionist in band back in the day, what? and she also played Weird. the marimba and like the bells and stuff like that. That's wild. That's crazy. And we both also watched Tiny Toons High School Summer yeah. Vacation with our sisters. That is really wild. <laughs> And I'm, I'm I, I, honestly, my sister's probably played some of the pirates music because it was so popular to play in band music back in the like after it came yeah, out. So sure. th- there's a good chance she might have played that same that same song. Do you know how like every like human life is the universe trying to understand itself through like an infinite amount of ways? Do you think yeah, yeah, my yeah. family and your family is just the universe being like, oh man, I would watch pirates again? Like like it just wants to do the same thing a second time because it's familiar and nice. (laughs) Well, our our families are both control groups that are the same uh, in the universe, and so the universe act like it makes it makes some things that have a lot of crossover because it's just like you know it needs a bunch of trial runs, and so I was like, we're gonna need Pirates of the Caribbean to be watched a bunch. So let's go ahead and get these two families. Like let's get a couple of different families and they both have a percussionist sister and they both love (laughs) how I spent my summer vacation. The tiny tunes made for TV movie. (laughs) We need to have some similarities so we can test other variables. Yeah. And actually we were never supposed to meet. And so now it's, it's the whole experiment is ruined. Yeah. Right. Uh, Because now, now we know. And so the controls have been busted. Well, sorry, guys. We ruined but the universe. Maybe this was also part of the universe's plan of like figuring out that it was trying to understand itself through oh, manipulating shit, variables. Yeah, this is, is getting real. Becoming... Like Pete Holmes, you made it weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you believe in God? <laughs> <laughs> um, let's let's but, talk about it. But you know what? One thing about the show that isn't Pete Holmes, you made it weird, is that we try to keep it to an hour. Do you have anything else That's you want to say about this movie? <laughs> Um, I think it's really good. Uh, we talked a lot of pros. It's hard to like. There's the the only cons are like it's not. It's like more magical yeah, like fantasy as opposed ones. to like it's sci-fi like, like fantasy. There's you know, water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it, but even then, it still ships. It's just on water instead of space. And yeah, like, no, I think this thing is like a real, a real high. It's a real contender. Thing. It's like it's got good music. It's got good characters. It has a trio. It has comedic relief. It's got great fights in it. Like, yeah, yeah. It it's 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 checking all the boxes. Yep. I think um, my uh, unit of measure is going to be um I'm going to uh, split it up between um a compass that doesn't point north and a sword that might be made of wood. <laughs> I think I'm going to do I was going to say <laughs> No. I was going to say course. Yeah, I'll do it. I'm going to do Elizabeth's corsets. Because <laughs> uh, they seem to be uh, one of the main characters at least in the first half of the movie. Clearly you've never been to Singapore. Good <laughs> jeez, oh, um, yeah, and I think this is. I think it's pretty high. I feel like it's like I know we haven't given a lot of non-Star Wars movies above seven, but like 
coming off of talking about Sonic and like how so much of it was very similar to how Star Wars works, especially like behind the scenes and like sort of the culture around it. Like this feels so similar to a Star Wars movie, like beat for beat that the points that would get taken away for it not being Star Wars, like seem to make up for it in that way. So like, I think I'm going to say eight corsets maybe. Yeah, man. Especially since we were coming off of eight on the Sonic episode, I, uh, I'm I'm feeling that as well. The thing that I'm going to go back to, though, is what I said right at the beginning, which is this is very A New Hope, and it sure. is not very, uh, or not 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 that it's not very Star Wars in general, but it's it's less Star Wars than it is specifically Star Wars A New Hope. If it if this podcast were how A New Hope is it, I would probably give this like a nine. But because yeah. there's so much more Star Wars out there. And because I want to kind of like average out our score above what we have on other things, I'm going to say seven. Okay. All right. And that Fine. Way we kind of Fine. Fall... Make me look like an idiot. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm doing <laughs> that because you did an eight. If you had said seven, I probably would have said eight. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's fair. That's fair. You know what's cool? Um, what? We are going to be at C2E2, the Chicago Comic and Entertainment Expo, on February 29th and March 1st. Heck uh, yes. February 29th, we're probably going to do a podcast Heck there. yes. And then if we aren't, we'll cut this part yes. out. <laughs> um, yeah, we're going to be there. We're going to be walking around. We don't have like a booth or anything, but come, well, you know, if you're going to be there, email us at... Uh, a good podcast at gmail.com or you can talk to us on Twitter at how Star Wars is it that's also us on Instagram Mike posts some cool stuff and his toys and he's like a visual person and it can make things out of nothing and he's a wizard um, yeah you may have just recently seen some disappointing pictures of me and Josiah and our guest from last week Pete as Sonic personas <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, we. Uh, I will also be at C two E two performing improv at the um, Cards Against Humanity stage, as well as the uh, Family HQ as part of Storytown Improv, which is for kids. It's it's a whole family friendly thing, so um, you can also come see me there if you happen to be at C two E two, or you can probably see one or both of us handing out postcards at C two E two for this podcast. Heck yes. Um, but truly, if if you are a, a Chicagoan or if you are in town for that convention, we'd love to say hi. So definitely message us or tweet at us yeah. or, or whatever. Yeah. Um, um, we, tell be... your friends about this show, please. Um, yeah, if you got any friends who like Star Wars uh, or, you know, a bunch or of... Or anything. Or anything. <laughs> Uh, I mean, we have like that. That's the thing is we have covered a lot of different topics. So, like, if you are a fan of any of the topics we've covered, share those episodes yeah. with your friends who are also fans. If you're if you're Star Wars fans, you know, you tell a Star Wars fan friend because you, you got to have a couple. You know, find the friends yeah. you know that like the podcast, and find the friends that like Star Wars, and get in the middle of that Venn diagram and just send them an episode. Be like, and just don't like download that shit. And maybe you could give us a five-star review on uh, Apple Podcasts. We, like, exploded right around the Christmas season, which is awesome. And we're, we've are we been, like, sitting at, like, 80 reviews for a while. So, like, could you maybe try to get us to 100? That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. We haven't ta- talked about that in a while. But everyone, who, if you haven't done it, go do it. And steal your friends' yeah. iPhones and make them do it, too. <laughs> uh, is that kind um, of everything? And let's see. 
All of our other stuff is probably on our Twitters and stuff. I'm in Baby Wants Candy here in Chicago. It's an improvised musical. Uh, Anarchy, mm-hmm. the improvised rock opera, is probably going to start up oh, again. Oh, yeah, and anytime. we're going to be, I'll uh, be in. Josiah will be doing it in New yes, York. Yes, which we'll talk about those dates. I'll, we'll put, put them up everywhere. So come on, come on, hang out. Come see us, everybody. Yeah. Um, um, but I think that's everything. It's about time for Chubby Baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, once more, this is like such a good movie. I, I feel like yeah, yeah, it's a great. I feel flick. like we could have talked about this movie for three hours. Um, yeah, but yes, I really you're could. Right, it is a T for T B B. So, like we always Roth IR say, <laughs> just throwing all the catchphrases here and at the end. So bad. <laughs> uh, yeah, like we always Roth IR say, we, we love, love you, and may the fourth be with you. you. Goodbye. (laughs) Bye. Um, Bye. (laughs) Gosh, I want to watch this movie. I'm going to make my parents watch this with me the next couple days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it. It's. In fact, after it was over, I was like, "Do you want to watch any of the sequels?" And Caitlin was like, "No." No, and definitely I was like, not. Yeah, no, I guess I don't either. But I do kind of. <laughs> I remember, like, I, I remember liking Deadman's Chest. I remember being like, that was solid. Um, but I remember actively. It's not how I liking... get when I watch The Matrix. Yeah, I watch the first Matrix, and I'm like, God, that movie's just perfect. And then I'm like, I'll watch the sequels. And then I'm like, halfway through the third one, and I'm like, Why did I watch these two? <laughs>